0: Brought to you by the Every Dollar app. Start budgeting for free today. Uh, one of the top YouTubers in America today, or in the world for that matter, Graham Stephan has become good friends with me, and uh, through George, I was good friends with George long before that. I've been a blessed to be on his show a couple times, and he's dropped by here once before. And uh, they were in town, so he and Jack and I just um, just did a version of his Ice Coffee House. And did I say that right? Iced coffee hour. Hour, iced coffee hour. <laughs> it's like smart hour. money
1: happy hour. Would be in the
0: house, but there we go. Yeah. So if you don't know who Graham is, you need to check him out. 130 million dollars worth of real estate he has sold in his life. He does a YouTube channel on finance and on real estate, and it's a lot of fun to check out Graham Stephan. Be sure and do that. And uh, they had uh, last month. They had about a hundred million viewers on all of their various forms of TikTok and everything else, and 4.5 million subscribers on YouTube. So uh, if you don't know who he is, it's because you're not in that format, and that's the only way it's possible. You're not that hip. All of us us (laughs) who hang out anything around that know who Graham Stephan is. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me back on. So good to have you. So first question, because you you and I both share this huge love of real estate, and these interest rates ticking up, highly unusual across the landscape of the last 20 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, uh, are you seeing, what are you seeing out there? Slowdown, uh, prices, what are you seeing? It's definitely
2: slowed down a lot. So what I've noticed, a lot of the smart money, it seems to be either buying real estate in cash or they're waiting on the sidelines. And I think a lot of people look at real estate from an investment standpoint and think, why would I buy real estate today, making a six to maybe 7% return when I could use the same money to buy treasuries without any work, any risk at 5.5%. And There seems to be a tipping point right now where where deals are very difficult to come by, there's a lot of competition, and sellers are locked in to these very low mortgages. They have very little incentive to sell. If they have a mortgage that's four percent, why would they sell and replace that with a seven or eight percent mortgage? It doesn't make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Consu- so, n- investors aside, consumer to consumer seems yes. to be having that discussion. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're saying, yeah, I could sell my house. The price is still really good, but then I got to go buy a house at three x or four x the interest rate. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I could refinance it later, but they're really not thinking that way. They're thinking yeah. uh, I'm just going to wait on this a minute. Yeah, and well, I think sixty percent of mortgages right now are locked in
2: four percent or less. Yes, substantial.
0: Yes, that's almost all of them. Yeah, you know what I mean, that's the the number below two percent is bizarre. Yeah, that's out there. So cool stuff. So uh, stock market's doing well. Yeah, it and has Like you said, the Treasury's there. But that's the little secret. Everybody in the media, the mass media in particular, is talking real estate and failed to mention that the S&P in the last 12 months has done about, what, 16%, 18%? About that. At the peak, it was up almost 20%. Yeah. Wow. And that's just yeah. the S&P. I mean, that's just, if you just bought an index fund, which people do with their eyes closed, right? You don't Yeah. Think. That's, not, that's a no-brain, no-thought thing if you actually invested and thought about it and studied a little bit, you could do better than that.
1: Yeah, and Graham, I'm curious. A lot of your videos, of course, for YouTube, we have to be a little salacious, right? There yeah, has to be a little to. doom and gloom to yeah. get the people to click. But what are your real thoughts when it comes to the economy? What's going to happen in 2024? Where do you think things are heading? Are what you been
0: dooming and glooming on your YouTube? Uh, you, well, you have got
2: to, because days. otherwise people don't click. Though my videos, I like to be pretty unbiased. I like to share the facts. present the entire picture, let people come to their own conclusions, but if you don't make a somewhat negative title, oh, okay. no one the will negative click. Cell. The hmm. videos itself usually are, are pretty positive overall, but you have to lean into that because otherwise, people just don't pay attention.
1: But yeah. you seem like an optimistic guy. You know, Just talking to you, you are very optimistic about the future, about oh, finances, totally. where the economy is going, and you're invested in the stock market and real estate.
2: Yeah. Well, I think you could do well regardless of how the economy does. I think that's a component of it, and it might be a bit short term. In terms of the next few years, I have no idea what, what could happen. Everything that I would think is going to happen turned out opposite. I would have no prediction in terms of what might happen. But I think long term, uh, I believe in myself, my ability to make money, I think, for most people. They have a lot more direct control than they think, mm. mm-hmm. and you're betting on the American economy long term. I think so, and of course, I diversify. I have international exposure as well, but it's a
0: small component. But I do think that's important. Yeah, the the interesting thing is is that people get confused between investing and speculating. Mm-hmm. Speculating is a purchase that you're going to turn fairly quickly. It does. It's not an evil word. It's just not investing. Investing always involves a long term time horizon. And when you're investing with a long-term time horizon, let's call it five years or more, 100% of the time, I'm comfortable with the stock market. Oh, it's down. Then get in. It's on sale. You know, 100% of the time, I'm comfortable with the real estate market. Well, I don't know. Five years from now, you're going to not be doing that. You're going to be glad you bought a property. Mm -hmm. You know, so a long-term time horizon, like you said, uh, to me, it, it just smooths everything out. And Change, you know. Then you've got historical track records, and things start to kick in. Do I know what it's going to do between now and this time next year, so I could do a flip? No, that would scare the crud out of me. That's why a lot of home builders aren't building specs right now. Yeah, mm. they, they
1: yeah,
0: can't. They can't. You can't predict it. I mean, e- economists and weather forecasters—the only people who can be wrong half the time and keep their job, right?
2: Absolutely. And then you could be right once, and,
0: and then, then you're a genius
2: that
1: forever.
0: You're a genius. That was my that. one thing. Exactly. You could write three books. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm curious, Graham, you're yeah. getting uh, married
2: next year. Yes, I it's am. It's
0: very exciting. Yeah. This I didn't know. And you didn't know this.
2: I got a Congratulations! from there. I congratulations. I, know. I, thought, we, I did, thought you knew about this. This is public yeah. knowledge, right? I did is, break yeah. this news. No, you did not break well, news. Well, I'm curious. Yeah. You were
1: asking Dave in an interview earlier, which little teaser there, about you know his relationship with his wife, Sharon, mm-hmm. and marriage. Is there anything you're curious about, kind of maybe
2: nervous about when it comes to finances and, and combining those? Not really. Macy and I are pretty attuned when it comes to money. Uh, and she's naturally very frugal. Like, like she you. Yeah. And to some degrees, I would say it's it's a good balance because I'll certainly go out. I don't fret anymore of like going to dinner and spending $100 on the bill. Whereas like five years ago, that would be like, well, if I spend $100 here, I could cut back $100 over here and then it balances out. And if I if I skip this over here, then I could... I don't do that anymore. So I've, I've really come Learned into... Learn to enjoy your money a little bit. Uh, yes. Yeah. To certain, I'm still frugal, but not to the same degree. You notice that's like
0: when he got married.
2: <laughs> ah. Now it's Now it's lightened up, up a little bit. bit. I lightened up a <laughs> Just bit. Just a, yeah, a, a little bit. A little bit, yeah.
0: So you and Macy are both tightwads, and so later you'll make little tightwads. This is great. Yeah. It's going to be yeah, so fun, day. fun. This is great. Well, a bunch a, well, of cheapskates. Well, what are you willing
1: to splurge on these days
2: as you've started to like let go of some of that
0: and enjoy
2: it a little more? I would say experiences are something that in the past, I would usually forego that to work more. So I would say experiences. Uh, I would say dinners are something that I've really been enjoying and going out to eat a few times a week. And I would say saving time, which is something that I've never really done oh, spending before. money for time-saving conveniences if if i could uh like for instance if i get a nicer seat on the airplane but that means that maybe i could work a little bit better if i have a slightly larger seat i could i could put my computer in front of me and if i could get something else done i see that as a a justifiable expense so there's certain things that i could do to save time
1: well if you need any tips on spending ask dave he's really (laughs) good at enjoying his money
2: he loves experiences he's traveling all over the
1: world so that's part of it is you know give save spend you got to have balance yeah
0: So what's the biggest advice with you having one of the largest YouTube channels on real estate and money in, in the world today? What's the biggest piece of advice in this current environment you've got for folks listening? I think it really just depends on what their objective is. I mean, my big thing is
2: always save as much as you can, spend less than what you make. I think those are just important qualities to have in terms of career, though, because that's where I've really gotten the biggest benefit is just the channel and the outreach. Uh, The savings certainly helped, but the income that I made from that was certainly a big catalyst. But I truly loved what I do, and I still do. It's like, to me, work never felt like work. It was always something fun. And that's where things came really easy for me. And I feel like if people could find what they truly love to do, where it doesn't feel like work to them and they could spend all day doing it, that's how you typically will succeed in areas where others just can't keep up. That's your unfair advantage, I think.
0: You're more creative, you're more energetic. And you have to watch because you work all the time. It's just oh, yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. It's fun. No matter what you want to do with your money, it starts with a budget. Stop overspending, save more, and create the life you really want with every dollar. Download in the App Store or go to everydollar.com to start for free.